0: Welcome to the Brisbane Broker Podcast hosted by the Newstead Group. Each month, our brokers discuss the latest updates in the mortgage broking and finance industry to help our listeners better understand the scope of buying, investing and refinancing property. A quick disclaimer, our podcast contains information that is general in nature, and we recommend seeking the guidance of a financial services professional to acquire financial advice. Now, let's
1: get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Brisbane Broker Podcast, where we discuss the ever-changing lending landscape with a generous side of banter. My name is Bobby, and as always, I'm joined by my trusty co-host and mortgage broker extraordinaire, Cade French. Hey. Cade, how are you going? Good, how are you? (laughs) Um, Very, very good. Um, Today, we have a very special guest uh, from Credit Success, uh, Kerry Sainsbury. Kerry, how are you going?
2: Good, how are you? (laughs) Very,
1: very good. It's great to have you here today. Um, We've got a lot of fun questions to jump into Uh, with you very shortly. But before we do so, it wouldn't be an episode of the Brisbane Broker Podcast without a little bit of balker talk to start with. <laughs> yes. Every time. gets me every yeah, time. Every time. Um, Cade, what's going on at the Newstead Group and in the finance industry in general? Yeah. Well, as we saw, the RBA increased uh, the cash rate by 0.25, mm. uh,
0: which has unfortunately seen about half our lending panel pass that on.
1: Yeah. So we're still waiting on a few to come in. There might be a few more to come, but uh, there that, that was a the first interest uh, increase after yeah. four holds. So. That's good. That's really good. It's an unwelcome change, but uh, not a huge shock. It's good that it held off for that long, though. Exactly.
0: But in in saying that, though, uh, we've noticed that a lot of fixed rate lenders have put up their rates by over Mm 0.25, which begs the question are we seeing another one coming up shortly? Mm. So. Something yep. to look out for. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned um, on that one. Uh, besides that, uh, the first time owner's grant announced by Anastasia on Sunday doubled mm. to $30,000. Yeah. <laughs> Australian dollars. Yeah. That's huge. It, it is. But oh, obviously some big caveats with that. Mm. Um, whenever they increase like the building boost, I've noticed that developers put their prices up. New homes, construction, back orders, whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in saying that, if if you've already uh, if you're about to enter into a contract on a new property and the price hasn't gone up, mm-hmm. party on. Yeah, absolutely. if you're eligible yeah. for the grant,
1: take it. Yeah, yeah, and we can always talk through what the eligibility criteria is there. But best to love to talk about. Yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on top of that, I saw just this morning that um, Saint George have joined the list of eligible lenders on the first home. Buyers guarantee. Westpac was already on there. Now they're covering both yeah. ends of the field. Yeah, but that's, um, neither of them were on there this time last year. It's so true. It's good that it's expanding. There's more competition yep. in that space for first-home buyers. Couldn't agree more. I,
0: I just wish ANZ would come on to the panel. Yeah. They've got so many good policies around self-employed
1: and not having them on the panel is mm. just kind of inconvenient. I think th- there's rumblings about it, um, but I think rumble. <laughs> they rumble. They yeah. rumble. I think um, next year might be the year. Yep, I don't know. is happening. Maybe not. Yeah. But <laughs> there's a few, there's a lot of lenders out there already. though. there are. However, the main reason we're here today uh, to have a chat with Kerry Sainsbury from Credit Success. So welcome, Kerry. Again, <laughs> um, can you tell us a little about yourself and? Um, yeah, a little bit about yourself.
2: Thank you. It seems it's a great morning for first home buyers, morning, <laughs> it is, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I have been in the industry for twenty years now. I've known Cade mm-hmm. for a while, so yeah. lovely to see you again, Cade. <laughs> Um Credit repair. So my mm-hmm. business I've opened in August twenty two is all about credit repair, and I think we do it a little bit different because we educate mm-hmm. on how important it is to, to protect your credit score and what to do, what yep. not to do yep. um, when it comes to finance.
1: Fantastic. There's lots of rights and wrongs out there. So it is really important to educate people on this kind of thing, because Mm. if you're not on top of it, it's easy to get it wrong. And um, yeah, I I think that's fantastic. You mentioned August
2: 22.
0: Yeah. Wow. So really recent. What drove you to, to do that?
2: So, um, again, in the industry for twenty years, yeah. I, um, I guess I went on that journey for self-employed. On that mm-hmm. journey, I'd been a BDM for thirteen years, so yeah. I think it was time to to yeah. go into something for myself. And I've always had that passion to help in people. Yeah, um, I've been a BDM before for credit repair, so okay. yeah, it was it was just something that I wanted to start mm-hmm. doing for myself, and I guess put yeah. it change it a little bit that it's you know it's my business and it's a mm-hmm. little bit different. How, how than are you enjoying it so before. far? It's great being self-employed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and it's great helping people. Mm-hmm. Like it's such a lovely, rewarding role where we can, clients have gone to a broker, for example, yep. and they haven't maybe done their upfront credit report checks so they're yeah, not aware mm-hmm. of their credit score and then they, can't go, they go to their broker and their, their broker says to them, sorry, you've got a default or you've got some late payments on your credit score.
0: Yeah. Um. That's, that's it's such a big thing for us as well. Uh, mm. We have a few clients that come across. It's pretty few and far between, but when they do come across, we have to allocate them somewhere. Mm. We've got to talk to them about removing something from the credit file. It might be um, an identity issue where there's two people linked and they, mm-hmm. they just haven't removed it or they haven't gone through that process and passed. And it does happen. There, there are at times errors that come on your credit file, but in some cases, you have had some bad history and something happens, and it's generally not because of your fault. You might not have got the statements. Or you might be going through a hard time yourself. Mm. And um, I guess something I'm really interested in is how is that space? Like what's changing? What What's happening?
2: It's evolving because I don't <laughs> know if you remember years ago we just had negative um, reporting. <laughs> so you would just see defaults and things like that. Now, back in 2017, um, it came out that buy now, pay later schemes and comprehensive mm. credit reporting would come into play, which basically means there was no hiding. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every debt that you have is now reported on your credit report for the last 24 months. So wow. gone are the days that you may have been aware that it's a default or something like that and it's been placed. Now you're late one month or over 14 days is the grace period. Wow. It can affect you. A couple of late payments.
0: That's wild. So mm. it can
2: happen to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Well.
0: Now. yeah. Can, can you like pay it late and then like send a letter or something? Is there any way to to really quickly fix it before going to a credit reporting agency most of the time, or is it generally...? Yeah,
2: and I see this all the time, that Mm. I wish that... Sometimes it takes us because we're ASIC licensed, yep. um, and we have a debt management service license, so we've mm. got that power with yep. those creditors yeah, to, to, I guess, go through those errors, try and mm. find those loopholes. Yeah. Um, if not, we sort of go to the ombudsman. But mm-hmm. basically, they don't have like when you phone up a creditor, it's all system generated.
0: Yeah. So yep. it's
2: super hard to remove. Yeah. Those issues once they've occurred as well.
0: We, we've had clients that have gone to fix something, and it's it's taken sometimes. Over a month. Mm. And mm-hmm. imagine if you entered into a contract for a property, that could be the finance clause done. Yeah. Like you're waiting for Equifax to fix something or remove something from your credit file, and the lender's going, We won't move until we do this. If you're a buyer and it hasn't been picked up,
1: mm. Mm. It, could, it could be a contract over. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Myself and the listeners alike, I'm sure, are quite curious to learn about the actual process mm. of helping somebody fix their um, credit file. So mm. wh- wh- where do you start if there are defaults or...?
2: Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I would start with making sure that you um, are checking your report regularly and not when it comes to finance, mm. like, like I explained. So I've got free websites that we can we can offer to you to, to actually have a look. There's subscription services as well if you wanted to really go into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but making sure you're aware of your report, mm-hmm. um, that's super important. And then making sure that you're communicating with the creditors as well, making sure you know about the grace period, things yeah. like that. Um, a lot of a lot of people unfortunately when they're going through a life event will bury their head, head under mm-hmm. the sand mm-hmm. yeah. and go, it's too hard. <laughs> but all you need to do is phone um, because the creditors also have to look after you and have yep. to communicate with you. So how we do it is basically we're trying to request the file from the creditor and we go through error we're trying to find errors and loopholes in the legislation in the process that that creditor has missed and we also can use compassionate grounds mm-hmm, yeah. like a divorce, mm-hmm. sickness, loss of yeah. you know a failure, a business yeah. failure, something okay. like that as well. Yeah. Our process is two to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, sometimes, you know, if there's a finance clause, sometimes the client might have to settle at a higher rate, unfortunately, yeah. and then we can repair it and then okay. refinance.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Or if those customers can wait a few weeks. And
0: finance out a bit while they fix it up,
2: hopefully. It's always a benefit because if yeah. we can repair that credit yeah. report, then they're basically yeah. going to look at a much better rate
1: mm-hmm. um, yeah, definitely. if we can do it. And I imagine those timeframes vary so greatly from two to eight weeks being due to the severity of the file or the the creditor themselves. Um, so are they the main variables for yeah, that time frame? Or? Yeah,
2: we've got direct contacts um, with a few like debt collectors, um, but would you believe the, the bigger banks are the... The harder,
0: the <laughs> <Yeah>. harder ones <laughs> I wouldn't believe to that.
2: remove. <laughs> um, so, it, as, as you said, it just depends if we've got that contact and how hard it's going to be. But we've also got the ombudsman that we talk to as well, which is AFCA yeah. in our industry, to also push that complaint through. So, but I guess when they see us as a you know someone that does this every day and we're licensed mm. to do this, then they know we're not mucking around.
0: Yeah. Do, do you find mm-hmm. that AFCA is quite handy with these kind of things? Like,
2: very supportive, okay, yeah. Great. Yeah, the creditors actually have to pay per day when there's a right. complaint
0: okay. in place. Okay, that's g- know that. interesting. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay, you know, you know some tips. Yes. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> so yeah, mm. once the alburnsman is involved, like anything. Yeah. Um, we can try and get that removed on errors.
0: Yeah. Okay. And yeah. What, what are the most common debts that usually find on a credit file?
2: Defaults. Yep. Lots of defaults. A lot of defaults where, like utilities, for example, mm. where clients have moved address and had oh, no. no idea the worst. that they didn't pay that eight hundred dollar utility yeah. account. So they see it on there, yep. and it's a complete surprise. Um, and I guess it's it's life events as well that occur that mm. they're just not in that right headspace.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yep.
2: To resolve that debt before it, you know, oh. is defaulted. But it, yeah, yeah, you
0: might be going through something. You just never know. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Mm. And do you find it, um, obviously we've got some process in place now, but do you find it fairly easy? Like do do you have a high success rate with with fixing credit files?
2: Our current success rate is 98%. Wow, that's
0: crazy. i would call that pretty high. A lot of errors, huh?
2: (laughs) (laughs) A lot of bank errors. Yeah, Yeah. wow. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, so, and it's just understanding that there is a service, I guess, Mm. that that can get this checked Mm -hmm. before you may have to, or you may not get finance or Mm -hmm. you may have finance at a higher rate.
0: Wow. And is ASIC the primary governing body over credit, like when it comes to credit repair? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, wow. Great. And is, is it a long process to get licensed? Like, do you have to go through a lot of regulation to, to set it up?
2: Yeah, I don't, th- I think you have, like, obviously, I'm fortunate that I've got 20 years experience in yeah. the industry. So, yeah. it took me about eight months yeah, to wow. get my license. All right. <laughs> okay, Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 It's a good thing though, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, that means not lots of operators in the market that don't know what they're doing Mm. or are just Mm. trying to wing it.
2: Exactly. uh, You want to make sure that mm. person, one, is going to repair it and two, morally going to have those right conversations with the customer. Like I make sure that we make sure the client understands the importance of credit reporting. And also, morally, if there's a debt outstanding, we try and have a conversation with the customer and the creditor to make sure once they leave us, Mm. it's all finalised. Because with credit repair, some people think that if we get that default removed, that's Mm. the fix. But it's not a long-term fix. That's the quick fix because the creditor can then... Re-list that default or court judgment again.
0: Right. So we want to okay. make sure
2: they're on a payment plan or we've yep. negotiated a certain, like, debt negotiated yep. for them to make sure if there's an outstanding debt yep. that it's all finalised before yep. they sort of walk out our door. So I think that's how we differ, differ because yep. morally we want to make sure it's not just a repair, it's also an educational sort of service yep. as well.
0: Now, um, do you do any of those kind of part nine stuff or is that that's way before you come in?
2: So no, yeah, so not yeah. So part nine, part ten, as you would know, yeah. Um, yeah. basically puts a client yeah. into bankruptcy uh, yes. for at least minimum five years. So yeah. we try and do a debt negotiation service where okay. they we're trying to negotiate that debt. So yeah. hopefully on maybe financial hardship grounds or compassionate yeah. grounds, we can try and reduce that debt.
0: Is that always post default, or do you do some stuff with clients that currently have open debts as well?
2: Normally post default because yeah. normally they come into us. Mm. with an issue. That, that's how
0: I imagine it as well. Yeah. But you never know. I mean, there, there's so many aspects to this industry, so many yeah. different points in time. So when when would the ideal time be to approach credit success?
2: You, ideal would be beforehand. If you yeah. know you're struggling, <laughs> yeah. you've got a few debts and you yeah. know that you yeah. haven't paid them for more than 30 days. Yeah. A default's only planted within 60 days. Yeah, yeah. So beforehand. So um, we can try and resolve these debts, put them yeah. on payment plans because if they're put on a payment plan, then that creditor can't yeah, default, yeah. default yeah. them as well. but it's just it's education right, mm. And I guess that's what we're here for today yeah. is yeah. to try and build that awareness um, yeah. that there is services around yeah. it, yeah and help, I guess, before it becomes too late.
1: Yeah, of course. Mm. I've got a quick question. Before we started recording, you took a quick selfie for your team. (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell me about the team? How many people um, are working with you at Credit Success?
2: Uh, So we now have three of us, which is lovely. Yeah. Yeah, Um, So I have a BDM that helps me talk to all the lovely brokers and educate them. And then I've got two support staff, uh, one offshore, one onshore as well.
0: Awesome. Um, and
2: it's funny, I did it all on my own initially, <laughs> yeah. and now I'd be lost without
0: them. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Yeah. Very good. I've, and got a, I've got a follow-up question, yeah. sir, really yeah. quickly. When I looked up the locationary service, it said Oceania. <laughs> <So> oh, really? <laughs> I had a question about that as well. <laughs> so I was just wondering, do you do you work with, um, like, nationwide? Australia-wide, yeah. yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's wow. funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just had Australia's circles.
2: Oh, yeah. uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> all states.
1: Yep. <laughs> What was your question, Bobby? Uh, was that it again? was also going to be about uh, <laughs> the location. Like, so are you are you Brisbane based?
2: Brisbane based. Yeah, however, yeah. we can service all yeah. of Australia. Yeah. yeah well, are there, yeah. there
0: different credit laws between like when you're removing a your debt from different states?
2: Only court judgments, okay. because there's different courts.
0: Of course.
2: Different court ruling, yeah. but a default. Yeah. Is the same. The same, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And late payments are the same. Um, I know we we're discussing before. buy now, pay later. We were. Oh,
1: Spins. I could talk about this for <laughs> a Should we bring while? this one oh, up? <laughs> it. Yeah, let's bring, bring it up.
2: It. <laughs> I was talking about it for a long time, and it's it's just got worse. Yeah. Um, as we we're yeah. saying, so now there's no awareness on you know how it's going to affect you on yeah. your credit score. So there's so much advertising, right? Mm-hmm. To
1: yeah. it's everywhere. It's in store. It's it's, like, it's, wild. it's online. It's yeah. It's, like there's more buy yeah. now pay later options when you're shopping online than yeah paying now. <laughs> it's it's wild, yeah. Uh, even after pay as
0: well. I, I know it's all yeah. little bit treated a little bit differently, but um, yeah, I'm seeing that everywhere. Even for a pizza, you can after pay. <laughs> like I, I know it's a bit of a mm-hmm. wild time. Um, I personally haven't after paid a pizza, mm-hmm. but
2: good to hear. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm so glad.
0: I, I look at it. I'm thinking. Why would I? (laughs) I don't know. I'm sure there's a scenario for it, but maybe you can uh, shed a little bit of light on buy now, pay later. I will say my position is very anti-buy now, pay later. Personally, Mm. Mm. Uh, Mm. I always tell clients, get rid of it, um, just zap it, clean clean it all up uh, if you can. Uh, But a lot of people are quite attached to it. uh, I guess, what are your thoughts on buy now, pay later? And uh, is there anything that's really changing that side of things as well?
2: When it comes to credit reporting, mm-hmm. um, it affects you in so many ways. And for finance, obviously as you would know, Kane, mm-hmm. that yeah. it is sort of looked sort of frowned upon, isn't yeah. it? That you have to provide the service, you need to provide the statements mm-hmm. when you go for finance. But in, in regards to a credit report, Um, it's now regulated. So when it first came out, it wasn't regulated, so anyone could apply for these schemes Mm. and it would still um, put an inquiry on your credit report, which would affect you. But now it's regulated. Not only does it plant an inquiry, which is normally between 50 and 150 points on your credit score, the RHI is um, reported. So the repayment Mm. history for the last 24 months is reported. Wow. Which then if there's some late payments, that's going to affect your credit score and then you can be defaulted. So it's like three yeah. things for maybe one $250 account. Mm. Imagine if you had five buy now, pay later accounts. Yeah. You only have 1,200 points every five yeah. years. If you do the maths,
0: yeah. you can ruin
2: yeah. your credit score with a few uh, buy now, pay later accounts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, it is, a, is lot. a lot. And yeah. there's
2: no, like it's just, you know, who, especially our younger generation, I don't mm. think they realise... What, it's, what, what it can do. Mm. Yeah. yeah, like it seems to be the cool thing
0: yep.
1: to do. Yep. Yeah, I don't think those risks are well known enough. <laughs> yeah, because no. it wasn't regulated. I mean, yeah. you, you could just apply for it. I don't even know what the application
0: criteria was back then. Yeah. Hopefully it's a bit more strict now, but you, you could really just use that thing for everything. Mm. I still see some some clients approach us and still do have that by now pay later facility, mm-hmm. open, zip pay constantly, zip money,
1: mm-hmm. mm.
0: and um, yeah, I try, try to close it down, but it just, yeah, it's month to month sometimes.
2: Yeah, and I think, like, I kind of was speaking to, I think it was a friend, I can't remember who I was speaking to, and they said they have the account just so they could buy three dresses of the three <laughs> different sizes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and then they can
2: return the two.
0: You don't get reward points on, I don't think, either, so it's kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I use the Amex for reward points, mm. yes. and, and I close it all, I pay it all out mm. um, less than every month. But, yeah, it's, it's just crazy, isn't it? Mm. Like, that's such a tricky scenario. Uh, mm. uh, at least there's some value in that, maybe. Um, mm. At least you get to get the <laughs> dress size <laughs> perfect.
2: <laughs> what about postage costs to return it? I should no. <laughs> oh, <But no. laughs> it's everywhere, and it's, mm. yeah, it can really affect... Your score if you don't do the yep. right thing, buy it, I guess. And also when it comes to finance, it doesn't look great, does it? The, no. like the whole sort of spending before you
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Earn it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
0: Now and we, we know what a good client looks like with their credit score to to a degree, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you a very loaded question. What's a good credit score? <laughs> like what 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 should you have? What what would ideally be there?
2: So, for finance, mm. roughly, don't quote me on this, I'm no, not, course, the, I'm not yeah. the broker here, but um, normally over around 650, yeah. 650, 700, yeah, I see, is what, what we would, well. yeah, you wouldn't yeah. have an issue with finance, mm. but it starts, your fantastic, excellent score is 1,200, so
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. anything
2: over 650 is okay. Yeah. Um, but again, like I think if you're like, if you understand the websites to have a look, have a look, like Mm. it can be a bit addictive too. have a look (laughs) at your score and then try and sort of raise it. Um, because if you don't know one car loan, one mortgage, one credit card, that's your score sort of Mm -hmm. under 650. So it wouldn't take much.
0: I, um, I have this thing, uh, Equifax, where it sends me a report every month for like $15. It, it, you mentioned something before about subscription services. Is that kind of something similar?
2: That's exactly what I was referring okay. to, yeah. yeah. So if you really want to get onto it, which mm. you which you have, it's well good. done.
0: It sends me a <laughs> notification uh, whenever something's logged on my credit file, yeah. which is really quite cool, especially when running a business. You just don't know what's going to be lodged against your, your business or, somebody, or, or if you apply for something and, and then all of a sudden you just get a credit inquiry on your file. Mm-hmm. Like, ah. <laughs> <That's
2: right. laughs> yeah, or even all the, the fraud sort of issues that we've had Yeah, as well. Yeah. At least you can monitor
0: mm.
1: if
2: something happens to your credit score.
1: Yeah. Is it? Oh, sorry, Bobby. Oh, I was going to say, are there any options to limit access to your credit file? Like, can you block your file, for example?
2: Yeah. So there is, um, There basically, you can basically put a ban on it. Yeah. You can put a ban on it. I do have to say, though, that I've I've actually just recently had to help someone remove the ban. So that is now what I'm seeing is the issue, Mm. is that you you advertise, like it's been advertised to go and put those bans on, Mm -hmm. but then it's actually not that easy to remove them.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. That's tricky. I never thought about the removal of the ban as opposed to the ban itself.
2: (laughs) So there is that option, and that's probably safer, to be honest. If you know that you were sort of with one of those creditors that had a fraud issue, it's safer. You can remove it, but it's also can be a little yep. bit hard to yeah, <laughs> remove wow. them at the moment. So
1: That's that's unfortunate if somebody is trying to be proactive in limiting access to their credit file and then Yeah. <laughs>
2: then I've had to limiting
1: their own access as well. That's uh that's a really bad downside. So
2: there is, um, there is some changes coming in as well, which is good. So the last changes were in 2017 where we um, saw Buy Now, Pay Later and comprehensive mm-hmm. credit reporting coming yep. in. Uh, the last re- review was September 22, and there's going to be a few changes um, mm-hmm. for fraud protection. Mm-hmm. And also the main one is inquiries. So you know how right now... If you shopped around to three different mm-hmm. uh, lenders, you get your stamp. Like, you basically yep. stamped an inquiry between 50 and 150 points. Mm-hmm. It will change soon that you can do soft inquiries. So, um, consumers can have that ability to seek around mm-hmm. and, go, and get quotes as well.
0: So Correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of, I think, car dealerships do something similar where it kind of views your profile but doesn't put an inquiry in your profile. Is that maybe I'm wrong? But, like, with my credit report, and I, I'm not perfect with credit reports. I don't understand exactly all mm. the functions of them.
1: Yeah.
0: But I know there's, like, a viewing profile where where somebody can view it. And, like, let's say, for example, with Equifax, every month I get a thing saying, Equifax has viewed your report. When I run a credit check myself, it says I've viewed the, the report. But if mm. you inquire for a product... A lot of time it will put down there that there's been an application in a credit file. Mm-hmm. With a lot of auto finances, I've noticed that when you apply for a product, they actually just view your profile, but they don't actually put a credit mark on your file.
2: So it would be that they have an access seeker.
0: Okay. Access seeker report. Yeah, that's that called, sounds, and they can do yeah. like a soft yeah.
2: um, inquiry. However, when they're going for finance... Yeah that normally like it would be the lender okay. the lender would yeah. make sure they do a stamp yeah
0: because it generates a rate based on their the access seeker report yeah but then right. it doesn't actually give them a credit inquiry so that that's really interesting so with lenders it's going to be something similar mm-hmm. like an access seeker report is that right
2: mm-hmm.
0: cool okay that's mm-hmm. good to know yeah. it'd be
2: good for us as well because there will be more errors that we find in terms of <laughs> <laughs> computer generated errors where they've they've stamped a hard oh, inquiry right. and a soft mm. inquiry so yeah. I'm actually looking forward to that because at the moment inquiries are quite hard for me to remove because it's literally there's no sort of lines in between if yeah. they've signed a privacy consent mm-hmm. it stamps yeah. an inquiry but moving forward there'll be some movement
0: that's really interesting so mm. interesting. When, when can we expect that do, do you know when that's going to happen
2: next year Sometime okay. I okay. look out for that. It's good, good yeah. that. We're nearly at the
0: end of the
1: year. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it's coming up soon. We, we are, aren't we? <laughs> we're nearly in
2: December. Yeah.
1: Oh, so close. <laughs> um, now we've got a few questions here. Uh, we've just been chatting, it's yeah. so it's so easy. We've got a thousand questions off the cuff. But um, I, I guess coming into the holiday season, do you find clients are uh, using credit a lot more for smaller purchases? Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
2: Unsecured business finance, things like that, where they <laughs> want in some cash flow, buy now, pay later. Yeah. Accounts. <laughs> yeah. So I guess my my advice would be to, you know, be careful because mm. it, it may impact your score and your ability to borrow. Yeah. Moving forward when you're ready to mm. purchase that car or a house or mm. whatever it might be. Um, all these applications, yeah. inquiries. Yeah add up, unfortunately. Um, and as you said, Christmas is the hardest time for most of us yeah. financially. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Mm. Mm. Interesting to see see those trends like, happen throughout the year. And they'd just be yeah. cyclical. It, it must just come around every year and similar trends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, with the access to credit like that, there's banana yeah. later. I
0: mean, that's so easy to jump in, grab that, like, go to Maya, yeah, and buy something, buy that pet later, and walk out and go, yeah. Christmas
1: is done. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah.
2: And if someone's not telling you, you know, be careful. Like, yeah. do you know, you plan to buy a house in a year or something like that? You're, yeah. You want to use the double fog home yeah. owner's grant. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> so, I think it's up to us as yeah. the, you know, as the finance professionals yeah. just to make sure that that awareness is out there. Mm-hmm. Um, that consumers realise that, unfortunately, there is implications, right, to anything in life. <laughs> yeah,
1: could agree yeah, absolutely. more. It's yeah. a really important thing to be aware of.
2: Mm.
0: There's another question here as well, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, it's a question that we get asked a lot as brokers, but it would be interesting to hear your thoughts on it. So, if somebody doesn't have credit history, um, do, do you feel like that's a big impact as well? To I guess you wouldn't come across this too much. This is probably more in our field. Yeah. Um, so, actually, we'll we'll answer this one because I guess it doesn't fall into the default space as yeah. much. It's just an interesting question. Uh, but but basically, uh, yes, if you don't have credit history, it's not a bad thing. Uh, you probably won't be declined for a loan, mm. but there'll be a question around
1: why you don't have credit history. That, yeah. That's the biggest thing. It's crazy how often I come across clients that say to me, oh, I've only got a credit card so I could have some credit history. Yeah. And that's a very common thing in America, I think, and yeah. probably other countries, but... Um, uh, I believe in Australia, and please correct me if I'm wrong, Carrie, <laughs> yeah. Um Having no credit history is better than having even one blip of bad history. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, it's so uh, so nice to hear you say this <laughs> because I hear this all the time. And if mm. you actually Google. How I get a credit score, all the American information comes into us, yeah. and yeah, it's all wow. yeah. Have a Google, and it says to go and get a credit card and to pay it off, and yeah. uh, it's all myths. Yeah, yeah, that's Absolute. so good so it's to hear. So nice to hear you also. <laughs> there <saying> we go. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um, just get a phone account.
0: Yeah, yeah. Phone, phone Set accounts, yourself up with utility. a phone account. Yeah,
2: that. And ex- as you said, explain. Mm. Yep. There'll always be a reason. If it's Mm. age or Mm -hmm. something, there'll be a reason why there's a low score. Yep. Or maybe not a high score, you know what I mean? Um, But there'll be a reason for it and you can easily explain it. You don't need to go and get all this debt to look after your score.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. And great to have that um, yeah. <laughs> expert back up on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were just talking about it for a little bit and then kind of <laughs> dropped off the
0: subject without that way. in. so thank you so much for, for weighing in on that. And I, I guess that leads me to a question about credit success, which is uh, just just going back to, to your business. Mm. Um, how, how does it operate? If, if I had a default and I, I apply, we go through the process. How, how does it work? Like, uh, you mentioned that um, you can go remove the defaults, um, potentially go to AFCA and, mm-hmm. and ASIC and mm-hmm. go to the creditor. Um, how, how does it work? Uh, how, what do I pay? What, what What's happens? That's the process. Yeah.
2: So normally we work with brokers mm-hmm. um, and the brokers will discuss um, yep. that they've got a customer with some issues. Then we... Um, have a look at the credit report. We'll have the call with the customer. That call with the customer um, is, is done by myself, and that's the most important call because we're working out the story. We're trying to understand mm. and build some grounds yep. as to what's happened. So um, we charge 50% up front and 50 on removal confirmation. However, if we are unsuccessful, that 50% is refunded. So wow. it's, it's more just a commitment. Mm. That's cool, yeah. Commitment sort of fee, yep. and then it's refunded. So, again, when I say there's no risk to give us a go, Mm -hmm. there isn't because if we can't remove it then that's refunded so and then we basically speak to the customer understand the story make sure that we can assist we don't want to waste anyone's time then we will get our send out our electronic forms Mm -hmm. and then we start then we start the case and then um, yourself the broker and the client gets updates as well like regular updates just in regards to what's happening
0: Okay, is a fee determined by ourselves? Like, is it a flat fee or is it depends on the level of the complexity?
2: So, a default is twelve hundred plus GST. Okay,
0: so it is flat fee to, flat a, to fee. a degree. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great.
2: Flat free. Yeah. Keep it nice and simple. Yeah.
0: Huh? Yeah.
2: Twelve hundred for a default. uh twelve hundred for three or more late payments. Yeah. Under three is four hundred dollars for each late payment. Mm-hmm. Court judgments are two k. And then we've got our debt negotiation service, which is 12% on whatever we've saved as yeah. well. Um, okay. And inquiries if we can remove them of 400 plus GST each as well.
0: Okay. okay. I can't yeah. talk to much towards the debt remediation the court judgments, but for the defaults, yeah. that's going to probably save you a lot more on your home loan, just just straight off the bat.
2: Well, that's if you thought about, say, mm. if you had a default, you'd probably go up to a 9 or 10% rate, would you say?
0: Close. To now Nowadays, yeah, close too. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about <laughs> rates. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then go going down to maybe a 5 or 6% rate mm. for example what's that on average loan 10 or 20k yeah, it's a lot yeah a year <laughs> yeah, that a we're going to save our yeah. clients? so there's always a benefit
0: yeah that that's great that's really good to know as well um and, and it's per default just to be really clear yep mm-hmm. perfect mm-hmm. okay mm. really reasonable in, in my eyes yeah. um, mm-hmm. having seen the impact that that default can have on an application yeah um And and you mentioned debt remediation services. Is that something you do a lot of? Uh, We we kind of touched on it before as well, and it's a percentage of how much you save?
2: Yeah, it wasn't something I was doing initially, uh, but it's evolved because that whole sort of uh, moral compass is that I don't want clients to feel like that default. Removing that default fixes the credit report because it doesn't. So if we can then try and provide that service and resolve that debt so it's finalised then that's providing the long-term fix.
1: Mm. Right. Yeah, Ken. Um, I just wanted to clarify as well uh, regarding the interest rate and the potential savings. Mm-hmm. So there are certain lenders that you might have to gravitate towards if, you're, if your credit score is of a certain amount, like if it's mm-hmm. a lower credit score. Mm-hmm. But if you're able to fix that up, you might be able to be considered by a broader range of lenders. Yeah. It's not specifically... That lender, all right. Now my score is lower. I'll get a lower rate. It's usually a different range of lenders, isn't it? Hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you got like your third tier lenders yeah. that um, that uh, cater to bad credit specifically, mm-hmm. but a lot of them have stipulations around the default has to be under a thousand or under five hundred. And a lot of the time, the, it just doesn't fit. Mm. A lot of the defaults we see are over a thousand dollars because it is for maybe a bigger service. Yeah. Um. So so really really good for you to clarify on that yeah. because. Yeah, it makes a big difference. And applying for that bad credit home loan, it it can be a really bad experience. Like even for us as brokers, Mm. if there's a solution around it and it's being offered and it's reasonably priced and has has
1: some kind of guarantee that you're going to remove it even, Mm -hmm. uh, that's fantastic. This opens up a whole lot more competition for lenders you can proceed with and like you said, far more competitive rates.
2: And because mm. we're removing them on genuine errors, yes. even if it was declined with a mainstream lender and we removed it, it could go back to that same lender.
0: That's great. As yeah. well,
2: for example. So it's not going to, yeah. it instantly lifts the credit score once, yeah. obviously, Equifax or whoever the credit reporting bureau is. Mm. Um, there's three mm-hmm. Equifax, Alien, and Experian that don't link up, which is
1: yeah. Yeah. so frustrating. <laughs> I experienced that recently. <laughs>
2: oh, I know. Um, so at least, yeah, that'll update that.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. Good to know. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've, I've asked all the questions I can possibly yeah. ask. Um, is there any general advice that you would give to people uh, in regards to keeping a healthy credit score?
2: I think it's more that there's no reason to hide for this. Like, it can happen to any one of us. Mm. Any one of us can have a business failure or go through a divorce and it happened to us and not be able to pay mm. You know, Mm. pay our bills for a few months or something like that. So I think my biggest, and I guess that's why I'm here, is to make sure we build that awareness around it that it can. You know, there was such a perception of it being a bad. It used to be years ago in the industry that it was that bad bad customer Mm. that wouldn't pay their bills. Whereas it can happen. It's it's changed. It can happen and and does happen to everyone. So, So especially especially now,
0: yeah, yeah, especially now. Interest rates are so high as well. Like the Mm. pressure is on. Mm. So yeah get, get it sorted out if you can. take, yeah.
1: take a moment uh, look around and, and hopefully fix up your credit score. Yeah yeah yeah, fantastic. Well, your goal was to educate and <laughs> <laughs> did I educate? <laughs> you've you certainly <laughs> done that for me at least and I'm definitely the same for Kate and the listeners. I've learned a lot.
0: Yeah. I've, I've no, never actually spoken to somebody from a credit repair company yeah. so it's really interesting yeah. just to know
1: how it works. yeah oh, good. Thank you so much for your time, Carrie.
2: Thank you. Thanks well, for coming on.
1: We've got a bit of an outro. We uh, do. It's first thing on Monday morning, but what's going on this weekend, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's tricky. Uh, I've, I've got a, uh, the AZ Cup.
0: You do. Um, so it's a athletic event. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of fun. Yeah. That's yeah, on and Saturday.
1: Sponsored by the New Sid Group as well. It is. <laughs> Better win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about yourself, Kerry? What are you up to on the oh. weekend?
2: I'm golfing oh, this cool. weekend. Okay.
1: Very yes. cool. Mm.
2: Gets you out and about, doesn't it? W- where are you going golfing? I'm not quite sure yet. It okay. will be somewhere either local or down the Gold Coast normally. So oh, okay. nice. I love golf. Yeah. <laughs> do I you? Played,
1: no, I do. I haven't ah. played for a little bit, but absolutely love it. It's <laughs> nice
2: to get your. It sort of blocks your mind from every mm. all the other stress in life. And yeah.
1: I are like you, to uh, Are you a good golfer carry?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have to ask. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm bad, no. I'm terrible,
1: so I I just like to know that everyone else is <laughs> Even no. the best golfers I've ever played with would never say they're a good golfer either. Really? Oh, it's like that. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's just it's the hardest sport in the world. Like it yeah. All
1: right, I'll just do that exact same swing again. Yeah. Okay. Two completely <laughs> different outcomes. What what did I do? <laughs> so many variables, but uh, it's a lot of fun. All you yeah. need is one amazing shot <laughs> per yeah. round. And you're like, I love, I'm so good at this.
2: <laughs> it's that one good shot that just yeah. keeps you coming
1: back. <laughs> exactly. And there's always one. Well, hopefully. <laughs> and what are you up to on the weekend, Bobby? Uh, I've got a Friendsgiving event. Uh, it's an annual event I do with my friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> it's just a, it's a big lunch. And, yeah, it's really fun. Cool. That's uh, that's about it for me. Yeah. But, uh as far as the podcast goes, um Carrie, how can people find you?
2: Uh, the website is www.creditsuccess.com.au or the numbers one eight hundred nine five six six nine four. 956 694
0: Perfect. Thank That's you so cool. much. Thank you for coming on.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks. All right. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe to our podcast to keep up with our latest releases and follow us on Instagram at Brisbane Broker Podcast. The Newstead Group's brokers are fully accredited and operate under Australian Credit License 389087. For our full disclaimer, please read our show notes below and we hope you'll tune in to our next episode.